Happy Friday, everybody. Sherm here, the Crazy Asian. Want to share with you? I've been on a couple of panel discussions the last uh, couple, um, in, in the last month, and wanted to be able to share with you my thoughts. So today, I want to talk about the one that I was on yesterday, where we were addressing um, some employer resource groups that are focused on uh, my, minorities and uh, underrepresented individuals, uh, LGBTQ group, um, a Latin uh, group, um, the Black an African-American um, group, and also the Asian and Pacific Islander group. And so uh, one of the things, number one, was um, talking about why, um, why people would be attracted to the career, and then number two is why is it important for us to be able to have a diverse um, population. So number one, um, I want to be able to kind of take a step back and talk a little bit about why um, we always have the for hire sign in financial services. The main th- main reason for that is that we have about 20 to 30% of the population is a baby boomer. And based on their age, should retire in the next five to seven years. And with that then, lose, loses all that those years of experience, but then most importantly, that huge population being able to serve those tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of clients. And so we need a fresh field force to be able to serve those clients not only now but also then help um, in the future. So you have number one an aging field force. Number two when it comes to financial literacy many Americans are not getting the sound advice that they need whether that's just to save money or to budget correctly or to stay out of debt uh, or understand what good debt is and being able to um, educate a community is extremely impactful. And so when we look at the stats, whether that's from a protection side, from risk management, um, where insurance can be the solution, or you look at their saving and investment strategies when it comes to accumulating money and wealth, is that people are not prepared for the journey ahead. Their financial journey, that is. And so you have an aging workforce, uh, not of people getting in, by the way, to replace those that are leaving. You have, on top of it, uh, a community, an entire uh, country that's not ready financially for their own financial futures. And then finally, in, in the midst of all this, is that there is more complexity in financial services. And not, it hasn't gotten simpler for the average American as a lot of companies have taken away uh, benefits that they have, as um, you know, different organizations or groups or even government has stepped in and provided different things like Social Security, like um, you know, the marketplace with health insurance. It hasn't made it more simple. It's made it more complica- uh, complex uh, for people to be able to understand how that uh, translates to them. And so with that, there's a need for us to always be finding good talent and the right talent to join our organizations. And that's an extremely crucial element. And so uh, a big part of my role, about half the time, is spent selecting and identifying the right individuals to join our team here in the Houston area. And... um, The other half then is coaching and developing these advisors to have great success. The, when I look at Houston, by the way, it's about almost 7 million people, the greater Houston area, right? That gets all the way out to kind of Tumball area and this um, Katy Southwest and the Sugarland uh, Southeast, all the way to like um, almost to Galveston and then up to the Northeast into Humble and then all the way up to North in the Woodlands. And so we have this massive amount of space. It's basically the size of Delaware, the state, but there's about 7 million people here and it's growing. When I talked to someone that was in infrastructure for the city, um, city of Houston, Houston, a private company, he said there's about 10,000 people, they estimate, moving in 
every single, uh, sorry, a thousand people moving into Houston alone every single day. Basically, 90,000 people or almost 100,000 people every quarter. And so he said, from an infrastructure perspective, it becomes extremely crucial to get it right. Um, and then, why would someone then look at the career, right? So if we have this aging workforce, we have people that aren't prepared, um, it's a great opportunity for us to be able to educate them and you have more complexity, why would someone be interested in that career? So let me take a quick commercial break. We'll come right back to what I call the four eyes of the career. Here's a word from our sponsor. Eyes of the career. Number one, independence. People that are attracted to the career of financial services, uh, particularly insurance agent, financial advisor, wealth manager, they like the idea of being able to be their own boss. Um, the flexibility that the career offers from the standpoint of when they get to take time off, when they get to come in, when they get to leave, that kind of flexibility is extremely attractive to someone in financial service. That's the first eye. The second eye is income. Typically, these individuals um, believe that if they work harder and work smarter, they can earn more than the average person um, in comparison to, let's say, they were to work in a similar role, but then as an employee-minded uh, per individual where there's more of a salary with the occasional annual bonus or something along those lines, these people, uh, typically that are attracted to financial services, like the idea of being able to really drive their income put in more effort, put in more work, help more people, and thus in turn make more sales, make more income. So that's the second eye, independence, income. The third one is of all the things that you know they enjoy reading or learning about, business, finance, insurance, investments, those are things that are hot on their, on their mind. They really enjoy um, reading about those topics, learning about them, and they like that intellectual stimulation. That's the third eye. So independence, income, intellectual stimulation, and finally the last I is impact. They wanna make sure when it's all said and done, when they close the book on their career, so to speak, that they will have left a positive impact on the clients and the community that they serve. And so they have this strong desire to be able to serve other people and to help them get to where they wanna go. And, and the, the amazing thing about this though, those four eyes, and although that's what attracts someone to the, to the career, it takes years to really earn a lot of those four eyes, especially to the significance that they want. So a lot of times they might want a good income and they might get some good sales the first year, but where they're looking for is a higher level of income. If they have some independence in their first year to come and go a little bit as they please to um, you know, take three weeks of vacation instead of two, again, those are their choices. And that's what's driving them, though they're going to have greater satisfaction of that independence going forward into the future. And so that's really where um, it's one of those careers. It's not a job. It's a career that has greater dividends and payoff far more into the future. So they're going to have greater independence their 10th year than they did their second year. They're going to have far greater income um, with renewals and fees and new clients and referrals than they did their third year. Their 10th year is much more profitable and even further down the road. So those four eyes, independence, in, in, um, income, intellectual stimulation and impact is what really drives people to a career in financial services. And so uh, one of the big things for us at our firm is it's a selection process. 
So we walk you through slowly to see if it's the right match and vice versa to see if you, you're a right match for us and for you to see if we're a right match for you. And so with that in mind, uh, of course, would invite anybody if they're um, interested or would like to learn more, then feel free to reach out to me. Um, and uh, cell phone number is 262-271-4411. Hope you're all doing great. Sherm's out.